I'll take the intro. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the official podcast. This is episode 184. And per usual, Jackson has come in just absolutely frothing at the mouth. Not again, no. We're not doing that whole gimmick anymore. It never ends up... I'm pretty sure Danny's cutting most of that. Like usually on a week by week basis, most of that intro disappears whenever you throw it to me. So, why? Kaya, what about you? Well, what, now what I'm filibustering. Why would yeah, why would you cut that? Because it's just stammering, trying to find something until uh, I I subtly throw it to one of you three. So <laughs> Isn't that what ninety percent of our show is? Yeah, he doesn't yeah, get your fault yeah. then. He doesn't get to make editorial decisions. First of all, if Charlie wants you to bring up a topic, Jackson, you're gonna bring up a topic. Go. Yeah, I'm the puppet master, and you're gonna dance for me, Jackson. Uh, so how do you guys feel about ancient Greece? It's okay, man. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, what what do you have to talk about? <laughs> how do you feel about? I'm just a fan of ancient Greece. Are you? Yeah, why not? All right, good point. What do you have against ancient Greece? It's like the birthplace of all art. Okay, tell us about it. We wouldn't be out. We wouldn't be making podcasts probably if if it weren't for the ancient Greek people. <laughs> That's true. Socrates okay. started the first podcast. I wouldn't, on like I, wouldn't be, <laughs> I wouldn't be painfully stammering to find a topic if it weren't for all those Greek philosophers. I think uh, you did a great job, Jackson. Mm. Thanks, man. It's hard carrying the show. So, Jackson, are you excited then for the new Assassin's Creed? That's Vikings, but uh, yeah, History, I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a I'm a pretty big fan of any kind of historical uh, setting, any any of them. So, yeah. Okay, are you gonna be good topic? One hundred percenting it again, autistically, like you did the last one. Were you obsessed for like eighty five hours within a single week? Which one was that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was uh, the Egyptian one. The Egypt- and that wasn't autistic or anything. That was a pretty big accomplishment. Actually, that's what I wanted to ask you guys. I was thinking about this before because I was playing the the old, uh, like last year's Assassin's Creed, the, the ancient Greek one, trying to 100% that now that you do bring that up. That's what I was doing. Uh, and it got me thinking, what what are your guys' biggest gaming achievements? Not as in the achievements as in like Xbox achievements, but just in general. Like the biggest feat you've accomplished. Holding the world record in House of Caravan for a while. It was like a week, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it was a constant back and forth, but yeah. <laughs> he held it Plus, briefly. that's a game no one cares about. No one wow. cares about a fucking platinum trophy in Assassin's Creed either, but you're hey, still I, proud yeah, That was it. my biggest achievement. Okay, what's your what biggest gamer achievement? <laughs> uh, what, what's that Call of Duty uh, air, airplane level? There's a really like doing Mile that high club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. God, that's that so pretty... fucking pathetic. You just beat that. That's, that's, your, that's your biggest that's really, accomplishment that's is beating hard that. At all. Yeah. yeah, it was super hard. No, it all wasn't. Right, maybe so. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. How about uh, beating Spyro the original Spyro trilogy one hundred percent? How about that? Huh? Andrew, is that good enough for you? A game well, made for children? Me 100%ing it? Are you sure you, you said 100%? Because that's that's everything in the game, Jackson. That's an unfathomable. I mean... That's incredible. Well, well, all, th- all three games, really. Oh, all three? That's almost like 300%. Holy shit. 
Actually, the first game goes to 120%. Oh my <laughs> god! I, I, can't, I can't even comprehend the math. I can't fucking believe it! That's how complete it was. What an wow. achievement. That is big. Yeah, that is huge. What about you, Andrew? I, let, let me guess, let me guess. It's either Magic the Gathering orientated or Guitar Hero, I would assume. Uh, I do have one for each of those, actually. Uh, well, just ma- one. Just choose one. Okay. Uh... I mean, I guess beating through the fire and the flames on expert on Guitar Hero is a pretty good achievement. Is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty. I, I feel like that's the milestone when you're finally actually pretty good at the game when you can get through what, that song on expert. What does the Council of Gamers here uh, say? Is <laughs> that good enough, Charlie? <laughs> it's Try definitely it? not easy. Uh, Have you done it? When I played, I think so. I don't recall. Does anyone remember those old uh, the motorcycle games trials? I think mm. yeah, trials, yeah, Fusion, trials and trials, that. trials HD, trials evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was evolution. There was a I, I beat all of the levels and got gold on all of them. That was hard. That is a pretty hard game, actually. So let's let's bounce off of the idea of achievements, Jackson, because I think the only no. game ever that I one hundred percented was like the all the Batman Arkham games. Those are good. And yeah, they also had, like, fun ways to 100% them. And I remember after it was done, I feel like I 100%ed it only just because I liked the game so much and I wanted an excuse to replay all of them. But it got me thinking because they were also the last games where I just even went for achievements, Got you know, however many years those came out ago. Do mm-hmm. people still care about achievements overall? Mm, I don't think so. Mm. I, yeah. I know, like, uh, Ray. Ray is still huge into achievements, yeah, but there's, overall... there's definite people still chasing for the top spot or doing it as, like, a hobby or just an idle thing, but I feel like the general populist hype over achievements is just completely dead. Like, no one cares about them was, anymore. Wait, no? people, people cared about achievements at any point? Yeah, oh, yeah. Can, when, yeah, gamer score was huge on the 360. <laughs> I remember when I broke 100 <laughs> gamer score... Were. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm obsessing over it now. I was born too late. I missed I missed the moment in history where my skills would have actually been useful. That's a fucking shame. But yeah, they. I mean, that was the that was the fucking trend. Like the current mm-hmm. trend now is like streaming and sharing clips and your memes and shit. But back during that era, the number one trend was how much gamer score you had and what achievements you got and. People like getting a certain game and going, oh, there's the achievement for doing that really large, the arduous, hard thing. Do you have it? I have it. Ha ha. You know what I mean? That was Mm. the thing. Come on. There's something satisfying about seeing the achievement pop. There was. There's a little virtual trophy there to signify that you've done something in the game. I don't know. It's like a little medal. It's like... People who go to a war and stuff get their little achievement medals. <laughs> yes, yeah, that yeah. is the perfect analogy. That's and just I what mine. I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. I want to be buried with my achievements. <laughs> <laughs> print out a little spreadsheet of all the achievements I ever made and put it in my grave with me. Instead of a military cemetery, it's a gamer cemetery. <laughs> Only uh, all the highest scoring gamer scores mm. get in. Oh, Do you think cool. they bury you with your gamer handle rather than your real name? Mm. Oh, that would be cool. PC oh, rests here instead of your. Oh, uh, I thought birth year and birth uh, death year. They just write how many years you played each game. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a pretty big tombstone. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I want to read that. 
There's no tombstone um, big enough for my grave, then. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the stone needed. <laughs> but that, that reminded me, do you guys fucking remember the... Talking about, like, gamer score being important back in the old Xbox 360 days. Do you remember the little fucking signifiers they gave each profile? Like you could choose which community you belong oh, to, like yeah. the underground and the and the uh, yeah, the rebels or whatever. There was there was four of that. them. There was underground <sighs> and then a casual zone and then two others that no one used. Yeah, what, what did it do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It helped you find friends, I imagine, but I don't really know what you're talking about. I don't remember that. Was it like star signs? You don't remember it? No, I don't remember that. It was just, it was underneath, like, everyone's uh, gamer tag or whatever on their little profile, it would say. Yeah. Like, under, like belongs to the underground clan or whatever. Over it, it, was a, it was part community. of uh, your profile where you could set, like, your age, your sex, like, your type of games that you play and all the shit. And it would show up whenever you looked at someone's profile over Xbox Live. And it was, like, the last thing. And it said either underground or, I think, like, pro and then... One or two others. Yeah, Pro was one of them. Yeah, and it, it did absolutely nothing as far as I know. I vaguely remember that, but uh, not enough to, like, weigh in. I, I remember, remember the setting... Go ahead. I was going to say, I just remember how big achievements were, man. Like, for Gears of War in particular, I mm-hmm. spent, like, three years going for the Seriously achievement, which I think was 10,000 kills in a ranked game mode. I, I, I was big for a while. Wait, you spent, like, three years actually trying to go for it? Like, that's what the goal was? Uh, yeah, passively. I wasn't spending, like, you know, what you did, 12 hours a day <laughs> going for it or anything. I did not do that. <laughs> I, I don't know why you're claiming I did that. I never did that. I paid, I played in two-hour increments, pretty much. Uh, okay, yeah. Over a span of six months, maybe, whereas you've, mm. you apparently went for three years trying to get an achievement you apparently didn't even get. Did you unlock that achievement? I did not, no. <laughs> That's even <sadder> <laughs> it was hard well jackson looking back now do you even care that you 100 percented assassin's creed oh fuck yeah are you kidding me <laughs> you can't shut me up about it <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right do um do modern games even launch with achievements anymore jesus yeah, oh, yeah of course yeah. they do they do yeah. I, mm-hmm. I thought that some games just didn't even bother no, maybe, maybe they didn't Maybe not AAA games, like, uh, yeah, obviously, but, no, like... every single game on the Xbox has to legally release with achievements. Or else they get sued, like, legally? <laughs> well, no, they just don't let them release on the platform. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Because I figured mm-hmm. maybe even indie games by this point, for the most part, wouldn't give a shit, you know? I, well, actually, Steam has achievements, too, don't they? No, okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. nobody in the world gives a fuck about Steam ever. achievements. Mm-hmm. Ever cared about Steam yeah. achievements. I don't nobody even know why they ever. do it. Because wow. they saw the the praise Xbox was getting for achievements and decided yeah. to jump on that. I it's kind. I guess it's a thing of like, well, why not? You may as well have the achievements if it doesn't change anything. I mean, it doesn't matter. hurt. It doesn't yeah, exactly. hurt having them there at yeah. all. There's no negative. You can have it for the like ten people who care about it, and then everyone else can just ignore it. So, I think I think there's still an active community of achievement hunters. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's an active mm-hmm. community of literally anything in the world. Like, <laughs> yeah, including yeah. shit eaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's a fucking ton for everything. There may be some overlap there. We'll have to investigate. <laughs> I mean, if you spent three years trying to achieve like ten thousand kills, you you're practically eating shit. That's Charlie, not me. <laughs> I would never do that. Charlie's would, still going for that achievement right now as we speak. No, mm. I, I think I'm going to give up on that achievement. To be honest, boys. <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, that, that's a good idea. You should go back and try to get that achievement. Stream it. I don't think there's yeah, enough people cute. playing the game anymore. Oh, if you if you tweeted out, hey, I'm playing Gears of War online, everyone hop on, I guarantee you, you'd find people. Yeah, you could just mm. boost your way there. Well, I'd, yeah. have to, I'd have to get the 360 working, and I'm not doing that. Uh, oh, how difficult. It is difficult. It's a primitive piece of Almost technology. Almost an achievement of itself. Now, you? normally, normally <laughs> Xbox 360 to work. Normally, I'd agree with you, Jackson. Oh, who cares? Getting a 360 to work, but those things were fucking notorious for breaking. So after all in these the first, years, like six months, the red rings. Yeah, and, and even but beyond that, they would still fuck up and not turn on. I, I had two different <laughs> ones break on me the entire time I had it. Those things were. What do you? Ugh. What do you guys think? Like the biggest blunder uh, has been between like. Sony and Microsoft with their consoles. Uh, Microsoft forgetting that they should make games. <laughs> That's a good one. I'd say the PlayStation Vita in general. Oh, I forgot about that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That too. The PlayStation Vita actually had good games. No, it was it. cool it was and, it, and it worked well and it was able to pretty much perfectly even run PS3 games, but it just, I don't know, flopped. They didn't do a lot with it and it wasn't very compelling to buy over a Nintendo handheld. I was I was going to say uh, Sony releasing the PlayStation Three at like six hundred dollars or however much five hundred and ninety nine US dollars exact yeah. quote ridiculous. Whereas the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty was released like six months earlier. Sony was like four hundred dollars. Yeah. So for me, it's Sony dragging its feet for so long to let people cross play. That actually made it this uh, oh, very that's big difference one. for me in terms of what games I was buying on what platform. Because I was sitting there, I was genuinely thinking, okay, you know, I can't just buy Minecraft on the PlayStation because I'm not going to be able to play with my friends who have it on their Switch. So they did fuck themselves out of money, in my opinion. Waiting so long. Oh, they absolutely did. They absolutely did. What a great time to be alive now, though. Like, just full cross-play on nearly every game that matters for it. That's really nice. It is, yeah. I'm excited for the PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox Series X, XL, whatever the fuck they're calling it now. <laughs> is that an, is that their next gen or is that something different? Because I thought the Xbox no, thing was something. No, it's next gen. They're both next gen. And, okay. it, mm -hmm. and the specs are pretty fucking crazy too. Like really What good. are the specs? Oh, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to bore you. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not that he doesn't How know. How dare just... you ask that, Charlie? What's wrong with you? <laughs> he doesn't want to bore yeah, you. That's I, I, uh, ask a dumb question. <laughs> I, believe, I believe the PlayStation 5 has 12 teraflops of GPU prowess, whereas the Xbox Series X has 14. Ooh. And both the SSDs are, like, incredible. Like, you can uh, load games just within a second. Like, there's no loading anymore, according to Sony. Yeah, so Sony... So a lot of developers who've had early access, Sony, Xbox... You know, the engine developers, they're all saying that more than the teraflops or whatever the fuck, the SSDs are the big deal here mm -hmm. because we're going to be able to yeah, stream yeah. That's what I've yeah. as well. all the content very fast. One of the most condescending things that I've ever saw, one of the most condescending tweets rather is, so I'm sure all of you saw the Unreal Engine 5 uh, demo that they released yeah. a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. And one of the replies was just the words, uh, I'm impressed by some game developer and it was so condescending <laughs> to just go on Aria <laughs> these game engine engineers have been they've spent the last 10 years refining their craft and making this engine for them and then it's just I'm impressed <laughs> yeah, you please like me 
It's a, it's like as if you're the sensei in all those karate movies where he goes, not bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. What what the fuck did you make? What you're? I mean, I don't want to be condescending either and just put down their game, but just come on, that was pretty awesome. Just give them more adulation than that. Also, turns out, yeah, it is yeah, impressive. Yeah, that game engine looks fucking crazy. Yeah, it turns out that billions of dollars buys the best programmers on the planet. <laughs> those guys are doing some good work. I mean, Epic is pretty consumer friendly. They've done a lot for uh, well, both developers and like just people playing their games. They just they had a home run, man. They were good to begin with, even before Fortnite. But Fortnite was supposed to be this dumb little single player, right? But then people really yep. flocked to the multiplayer, and it was this one home run that made them so much fucking money, even more so than before. And they were rich before, and now they just have so much money mm -hmm. that they can hire the best programmers on the planet, and this is the results. It looks really good. It's fucking amazing. I'm excited. It is amazing. You know what else is amazing? Tell me. Bespoke post. That's because... If your mailbox is anything like mine, 90% of the time, it's pretty depressing. Political flyers, utility bills, unholy amounts of coupons. But once a month, I have a reason to be stoked. And that's because of the Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post. Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. No matter what you're into, there's a Box of Awesome that presents to you the tools you'll need to get into it. Box of Awesome has a carefully built series of collections for every part of your life. If you want to get started with one, you can take the quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers will help you pick the right one for you. They release new boxes every month across tons of different categories. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each mm -hmm. box costs only $45 but has over $70 worth of gear inside. You guys might think, oh... This is little frumpy garbage that I'm never going to use. No, it's actual things for your life that you will use regularly. For example, I like to mix Pokari Sweat. It's a Japanese energy drink, and it's fucking delicious. And it turns out that one of the boxes of awesome is like a drink mixing kit, which comes with a giant jug and nice glasses for it, and just little tools if you're like like a little stirrer and all this shit. Stuff that helps you mix drinks. If I wanted to mix cocktails, I could use the same stuff. But I, I'm lame, so I make energy drinks with it. Well, what, in my opinion, but, since it's a part is yeah. unlike all the other loot boxes where you just, you don't know what you're about to get. It's all random stuff. These guys actually sent you things that you are interested in. You get to tell them, okay, yes. I like this, this, this. Sent me stuff that is related to my interests. And that's what you get. So it's not always just this crapshoot of, am I going to get a bunch of random useless crap that I'm not interested in? No, you're going to get crap that you're mm -hmm. always interested in. Yes, that's that's the big selling point for me. It's not just stuff that 90% of it you're going to throw in the trash. It's stuff that you will know that you want or stuff that is of actual quality that you'll want. And you can get 20% off of your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and use code OFFICIAL at checkout. That's boxofawesome. Mm -hmm. Code OFFICIAL. boxofawesome.com for 20% off of your first box i believe there's also uh i think i got the i haven't opened it yet but it's like a facial cleansing one as well with like shampoo and stuff yep, it's like i have that one yeah it's just it's just nice stuff that you're gonna buy anyway so why not check it out 
It's nice mm-hmm. quality stuff at a discounted price bundled together. And less of a risk of just not getting something that you don't like. Uh, that you like, sorry. Yeah. Did you say you're drinking Japanese sweat? Bakari sweat, yeah. Is and that it, what it's called? It's a Japanese energy drink, and the name means absolutely nothing. They just thought it was a cool name to market to Westerners. So why did you think yeah. it's cool to drink sweat? I tasted it. I really liked the flavor, and now I just drink it every so often. Do you like sake? That's Japanese wine, uh, right? Yeah, I Japanese rice wine. Yeah. Really? Yeah, sure, because I, I could see that it does have kind of a vinegar taste to it a little it's bit. It's not the, the one taste. they like spit. It's it, it's the lack of a bite. You know, it doesn't have any taste of alcohol to it, so it goes down too smooth almost, and it's it just makes me sick <laughs> in a way. I don't know why. <laughs> a weird complaint. Yeah, I like to feel pain when he drinks. Not yeah. pain, but it just doesn't you feel like reminded. alcohol. Yet you can tell it is alcohol, but it just doesn't taste right, and it's upsetting. I, I, Andrew, yeah, go ahead. Is there a Japanese drink that uh, Japanese people make by like, uh, like uh, spitting rice? Is that what it is? Like, do they make it by spitting the rice or chewing the rice? Where did you hear this? Ew, is that what I, I drink? in an anime. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I hope not. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember which fucking anime it was, but I, I saw it in an animated. Ah, movie. yes, because anime is real, Jackson. Yes. That's what it well, is. It was a fr- yeah. Your name. That's it. Your uh, your name. Oh, this is so name. good. That's a great. That's a great. I love movie. that movie. What it's is one this of my headline? Fucking movies. Hang on. So the headline says sake used to be made with the saliva of virgins. Yes, I was right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Take that, Andrew. You fucking nerd. Can't even get Japanese Fuck. facts right. Fuck. You've poked a hole in my plot. Jesus. Over the I'm years, various religions have had booze hangups. While religions like Judaism, blah 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 blah. Okay, they're going into the history of virgins. Who cares? What is... <laughs> oh, I like the history of virgins. Yeah, well, wait, what's the history yeah, of virgins? Yeah, tell me about Who virgins. started that? No, it's like the, you know, how religions like virgins and such. Um, uh, the same goes the for sex history. and virginity. The two intertwined <laughs> topics are long discussed and debated with many traditional religions concluding the same thing. Abstaining before marriage is a good thing. I don't care. Where's the part about the sake? So it's no wonder that because of sake's spiritual significance, only virgins were trusted to chew sake rice up and get it ready for fermentation. Oh. See? Hmm. Wait, so maybe they still do it, but they've just opened the gates to anyone, not just virgins. Now They're more tolerant now. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't there... Isn't there can... like a surplus of virgins in Japan anyway? I don't think yeah, it's yeah, a surplus of virgins. The roof. I think, yeah, I think it's just a lot of people that don't want to have sex. Yeah, they're uh, one of the few modern nations that has a population decline because so much of the young people just don't want to fuck each other and have Are babies. Are they depressed? Uh, it's, that's part of it. Part of it is, in their culture, they see it as too much work or too much effort, and they don't want to bother, like, dating and going out. So they just don't. Uh, okay, so it's called Kuchikami. I can't blame him. It's called Kuchikami no Sake, which translates to chewing in the mouth sake, was the product of a bunch of people chewing rice grains and spitting them into a big wooden vat. There, the mm-hmm. masticated mm-hmm. rice sat to brew for a few days. The enzymes in saliva helped turn starch into glucose, and yeasts living in the air transformed that glucose into alcohol. The result was kind of a solid sake paste that was eaten as opposed to drank. Huh. It also says that the 
that they literally only used to do this because they just didn't have other tools to mash grain. So they just chewed it and spit it. So they don't still do it? <laughs> Presumably not. I'm sure you can still get like handmade, you know, custom-made indie sake, I suppose, chewed by just a virginiest yeah. virgin in Japan. Yeah, virgin-crafted sake. You can make your own that way, Jackson. <laughs> Is that like... Ooh, he called you a virgin. <laughs> yeah, damn. Are you going to take that, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that was that was a good one. You could even Andrew, put the I'll marketing that, on that the bottle like 100% at all of the Assassin's Creed games. Super virgin sake. <laughs> <laughs> Extra potent. <laughs> Here's all the animes I've watched in preparation for this sake. I've not seen Taste women in my years. virginity. <laughs> all right then now it's too mean uh, okay. Andrew, you're laughing too hard no i'm i'm laughing at the idea of a like japanese winemaker putting the list of animes the winemaker watched on the bottle just to sell it <laughs> this wine came from a fan of dragon ball z it has, it has a goku style flavor ew <laughs> it's the funniest shit in the world Ugh. Gotta really hope the one I drank wasn't spit. What's like the grossest alcohol, I wonder? Like, taste-wise? Uh, no, well, I guess that too, but like, uh, production-wise. Tequila. Probably moonshine. Yeah. Make it oh, in a fucking be... bathtub and let it sit. What mm, is yeah. moonshine? What, what, like, what's Pruno. the ingredients to moonshine? Oh, Pruno, Pruno is definitely gotta be up there. It's made with like fucking expired ketchup in toilets in a prison. It's gotta be Pruno. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the the fucking prison wine, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's probably not yeah, fun. That's disgusting. <laughs> Just mix it a little have you bit seen, with virgin um, piss. Have you seen prison cooking? Mm, no. What do you I, mean? I, there's a there's a couple like YouTube people who have done it and all this shit where. Uh, they try to recreate recipes that people in prison make to spice up their food and shit. And it's just a ton of, like, you crush up chips and cover mm. them in, like, ketchup and mayonnaise and shit. Yeah. What I'm saying is I wouldn't want to eat at prison. Not not something I'd enjoy, probably. That that would be an interesting show if they did, like, a... Like, Gordon Ramsay visits a prison and he's got to spice up the kitchen in there. Yes! With only the ingredients they have. That is fucking brilliant. Right, so... You know, Gordon Ramsay, all of these cooking shows that you watch, it's always as a just as a regular Joe Schmo. When you watch him, you're like, well, I don't have a fucking five thousand dollar oven. How the fuck am I supposed to do this? You schmuck, you fucking pampered, privileged bitch. Take Gordon Ramsay and put him in prison <laughs> and now make me a cake, <laughs> asshole. Let's see it. If you're really skilled. That's that's, uh, that's one that always gets me. You'll be watching, I don't know, some fucking show and they'll be like, all right, if you want to make this recipe at home, just start with your largest wok. And I'm like, I don't have a wok. What the <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, don't even, I can't even cook on a wok in my home. What are you talking about? Use, use, you must use only the finest alpaca butter. Okay, what? Yeah. Where the fuck do you get that? What are you talking about? If, if you can't get if you can't get alpaca butter, then blue whale butter is a good substitute. <laughs> right. What the fuck do you want oh, me yeah. to do here? Yeah, let me just go back to SeaWorld and milk a milk a whale. What it just God. Yeah, putting those people in prison would be fun and just letting them just like bear grills too. Put them in that scenario, you know? Put Gordon Ramsay and Bear Grylls. Oh, he has to survive in prison? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, he doesn't even cook. He just has to survive being in prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By day three, he's drinking prisoner's urine. 
<laughs> I'm still disappointed at the rumors that pretty much everything about Bear Grylls just was faked. That kind of disillusion. Yeah, it's not really. everything. Oh, was it was, so here's it. here's the thing. It's not that it's not that it was totally fake for everything. It's just a, a lot of the danger or the expose was staged like they mm. would purposely put him in situations where so like let's let's say he had to get down a cliff like to the base to go to camp or something and uh he'd be like i could walk along this very safe obviously carved trail but now i'll show you how to rappel down it with only one piece of slack line and it's like you don't have to do that Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't, they sh- they should have just gone as far as possible with these shows, like throwing Bear Grylls into like an ISIS death camp and see how he escapes. <laughs> There's no way they could possibly fake that. Well, mm, yeah, but also you know that would be killing your investment, literally. You're yeah. not getting a second episode. Out I mean, of that they one. want to uh, they want to keep him safe and around for uh other shows i mean there was that one episode i don't know if you guys saw it but he was he had to cross like a little chasm like i don't remember he was in like a canyon or something and there was a big gap and he was like i'm gonna have to get across it using this gear and the balance and blah 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 and he did some like fucking survivor person shit and then some guy found the actual exact location where they filmed it and it turns out if he just walked a good number of feet away he could just step across it because it closed up mm. just no problem whatsoever <laughs> so they they definitely like try to spice the show up which i mean it's television they're gonna do that it's te- yeah why would you believe anything on television yeah. it's well produced. speaking well, of that uh, do you do, did you guys ever see i want to marry harry it was an old fox show where they got like a bunch of girls together and convinced them that this harry impersonator was the real prince harry and that he was there to fall <laughs> in love with them really <laughs> that's that's, That's hilarious. Well, it was fucking awesome. I, I watched the entire thing on stream once. It, it was really good. And wait, so it was a fake Harry? Yeah. So it wasn't the real Prince Harry, but he looked just like him. So oh, that should, that would have been a great twist he, at the end if it actually was Harry. Did he like talk just like him and all that shit too? Was it yeah. like? Oh yeah. wow! Like it, it was a good impersonator, and I thought it would have been cool at the end if he like lifted off his mask and it really was like actual Harry. I thought that would have been cool <laughs> as fuck. But anyway, the show. Like, it seems like it'd be something that was faked, but apparently it wasn't. They, like, brainwashed the women into 100% believing that they were about to be royalty by winning this game show because they were about to be with Prince Harry. So for, like, I don't remember how long they were there for, but I think it was, like, two weeks. They'd, like, set everything up even outside of the production to prove that it was the real Harry, like, subtle clues and shit until they eventually drew their own conclusion, like, holy fuck. So not everything's fake, but... You know, mm-hmm. a lot of it is sometimes. So, yeah, how are you diamond. sure that's not? How are you sure that's not fake? Because the woman who won it, Kimberly, actually reached out to me on Instagram, <laughs> saying, "Well, well that's, that's so." They, here's they here's the thing: to extraordinary lengths to still fake it. <laughs> here's, like they hired. Here's the thing, Jackson. I, I think you're getting too too. I don't know, perplexed by the mystery of what is and isn't fake. Reality shows what? aren't completely <laughs> fake. It's their their doctored reality. They're presented in a specific way and edited and all that shit. Well, in my opinion, even if 1% of it's faked, it's fake. Yeah, well, that goes for everything, though. That's why I like uh, documentaries and, like, mockumentaries about morbidly obese people, like My 600-Pound Life. You can't fake that. Mm. That's not a fat suit. All of those people are real and they exist. So it's like one genre of 
those types of shows where, you know, this isn't staged. Nobody fattened this person up just for the cameras. They just found him. Yeah, well, one ele one element of that show is not fake with them being fat, but maybe like a whole bunch of other ele other elements are extremely fake. Yeah, like setting up the only element. Yeah, it, yeah. it <laughs> depends. No it depends on the. Oh, no. It depends on the show. I mean, some shows like the reality is just, hey, here's a person in their life and a documentary style thing. And probably not a lot of that is fake. But if you have shit like, I don't know, the, the fucking real world, which is kind of funny, there's probably a bunch of doctored scenarios and shit that they script and want to, you know, push and push. Because it's all, it's all producers wanting to make a good show. So they go, did you guys see the clip where uh, it was Snooki? on what, what the fuck the jersey shore and uh they instigated her starting a bar fight because they just started splashing water on her over and over again no no it was it, it was this whole thing on the real world or what the fuck her jersey shore where she was at a fucking bar in miami or something and they wanted her to start throwing beer bottles everywhere and alcohol bottles but she just wouldn't do it and she was drunk so eventually people working on the show just started throwing water at her, like cups of water, until eventually she got pissed and started doing it. Like she's a and then they animal. edited it so it looked like, well, they edited it so it looked like she just naturally was like being a bitch and then eventually started tossing bottles. What if they pushed her too far and she like smashes a wine bottle in half and like slits someone's throat? <laughs> yeah. Then you get a cool yeah. show, I guess. But that that's the whole point of it. Like it's it's not entirely fake, but it's definitely directed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they push them in a up. direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also well, the way they the way they then. edit it do that is you, you can take mm. a conversation on a reality show and just by changing the background music and the timing in which people speak, you can make it a serious conversation or a funny conversation or a sad conversation, even though what they're saying is the same thing in every single shot. Plus, it's it's all just directing. Most of the time, you really don't have to hire actors to act as if they are sad, pathetic, lonely douchebags. There's plenty of people like that who are more than willing to have a camera follow their lives. Willing to sign up. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, Twitch. Charlie, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to branch off of I'm going to branch off your Prince Harry thing. Do you remember the Joe Schmo show? That sounds so familiar and I've definitely heard of it, but I don't remember it. I think about it a lot. It's one of my favorite concepts ever for a reality show. It's it was a like uh, ripoff of Big Brother and those like you're in a house and have to do challenge shows. And okay. uh, the, the gimmick of it was one guy was real and everyone else was an actor and they would just <laughs> they would just fuck with him the entire show. That's kind of silly. Yeah, that's it was, good. I, I loved it. And then at the end, they just reveal one by one that they're actors and he just loses his shit. It was a really <laughs> good show. <laughs> <laughs> at one point they um at one point they they do the eating challenge from Fear Factor where you have to eat like exotic foods and uh like just cuz they're fucking with him his food or one of the actresses food challenges is she has to eat literal dog shit <laughs> It was a great show and and so like of course she like starts freaking out and losing her mind and Joe's like what the fuck kind of show is this <laughs> It was a great show. Uh, I, I yeah, recommend that, people that check does it out. Like a great show. It yeah. sounds pretty fucking mm. awesome. Yeah. Do you remember on oh. Fear Factor when they had to eat or drink horse semen? Yeah. 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 Mm. Hey, pretty uh, wild stuff. 
They also had to do, what was it, elk penis and testicles? That was a good one. I don't, I don't remember that one. Nah. <sighs> well, speaking of shit and, you know, shit stains, you want to talk about MeUndies? <laughs> Probably not the best the transition for them. No, I, just, I was just thinking of ass and, you know, underwear. Well, if like, you're... Uh, well, yeah, booties going in underwear, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I well, get you. Well, if you, you folks at home are thinking about underwear, then you may have heard of MeUndies before. They're pretty much in every podcast. But besides that, they're on this podcast, and they're literally designed for comfort and self-expression. So whether you opt for solid black or unicorns, you'll do it all as you're comfortable as a cuddly kitten. MeUndies are made from soft, sustainable fabric and are available in sizes from extra small to 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer as well for anyone listening to this show. You can get 15% off and free shipping with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And that's by going to MeUndies.com slash official. Every human being on the planet for the most part, except for some small exceptions, wears underwear. And I wear MeUndies. And Charlie wears MeUndies. And Kaya wears MeUndies. And Jackson wears MeUndies. We all actually do wear MeUndies. They're super comfy and there's a huge, huge variety of them. So you'll find exactly the ones that you want to put on your butt. And you can do that by going to MeUndies.com slash official for 15% off your first order with free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them. Why not? You need underwear. I, I don't care if you have a bunch already. You will always need underwear. Why not get the ones you want? Yes. And comfy ones. And did you guys know that MeUndies also protect you from sorcery? Uh... This is a headline from the register. Is that an actual guarantee you we, you can make at the moment? Yeah, oh, are we done with the ad? Can we? Do we have I to specify? So. Because in All Congo, right, so disclaimer: this this was not told to us by MeUndies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just be careful. It makes sense. Yes, yeah. disclaimer: MeUndies does not believe in sorcery. Um, <laughs> this is from the register: Congo lynch mobs attack penis snatching sorcerers. Police in the Democratic Republic oh. of Congo earlier this week cuffed their own protection. 13 suspected sorcerers accused of using black magic to steal or shrink men, men's penises. The arrest, comes <laughs> <laughs> the arrest comes after a wave of panic swept the capital Kinshasa last week, provoked by rumors <laughs> that the unwary might be relieved of their todgers and fueled by todgers. Is that a word for junk? For penis? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I haven't you heard that, that one before. Me, Me neither. neither. Wait, you've never... It's a, it's, I'm pretty sure it's British. I've oh. never heard Todgers. And fueled by radio reports okay. advising listeners to beware of fellow passengers wearing gold rings, the cops also detained 14 victims of the spawn javelin... Spam javelin lifters. Is, is that a word for penis, Jackson? I've never heard that one, so that, that's new to me. Spam... What? Say it again. Spam <laughs> javelin. I guess not. What the fuck does yeah, that even I, I, can't I, even, can't, I can't even picture that. Yeah. Who claim javelin? Well, right. They claim that sorcerers simply touch them to make their genitals shrink or disappear, apparently in an attempt <laughs> to extort cash with the promise of a cure. <laughs> according you, to you would think that you would immediately notice if your penis was gone. 
Like, <laughs> Not necessarily. Sure Maybe well, the temperatures are just well, cold. Well, wait a minute. Why can't they just go to the police and drop their pants and prove <laughs> it? They have. <laughs> they have, so there's been wait, a... And the police believe them? <laughs> so they say there's been an, a number of attentive lynchings, and the police, the some police chief... I'm tempted to say it's one huge joke, but when you try to tell the victims that their penises are still there, they tell you that it's become tiny or that they've become <laughs> impotent. To that, I tell them, how do you know if you haven't gone home and tried it? <laughs> <laughs> he has to go watch them fuck their wives. Yeah. <laughs> There's only Elaine, one way to settle this. Elaine Kalala, who sells phone credits near a Kinshasa police station, confirmed to Reuters, it's real. Just yesterday here, there was a man who was a victim. We saw what was left was tiny. Wait, so how did they know he had a big dick before that? Yeah, that's a good point. I guess. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. <laughs> Has he been walking around like one of those before and after shots, just flashing people his dick? <laughs> like, just in case I get attacked uh, by a sorcerer? This, this would be the perfect... Yeah, this would be the perfect time if you've always had, just had a tiny dick just to come out and blame someone else for your own in- inadequacies. And have them lynched. Apparently they killed 12 people over this rumor <laughs> that they're so oh, Good God. It's the new Salem witch trials. Yeah, well, I can't believe that shit still exists. That's now, crazy. would you would you boys take... So uh, another part of this is probably like, you know, attention or fame where they're like, ah, I, I'm the guy who had his dick shrunk by a wizard or whatever. Would you take national fame if it was over your tiny dick no way why no, why the fuck would i do that like, <laughs> no. you'd be famous i don't want fame anyway i don't want All that right. kind of fame regardless I don't... that's a good point there's a guy I feel with there's the incredibly there. tiny shrunk almost disappeared penis look at him <laughs> I, i'll bet you there's people Yeehaw. out there where uh if you get told them they'd be guaranteed international fame by screaming they had a tiny dick and telling everyone they had a tiny dick, they'd oh, do well, it. Yeah, I'm sure there are people that would do that. Maybe if I had a tiny dick and I was comfortable with it, then maybe. Mm. How are you like comfortable? You, if, you, if you already like... Oh, yeah, I don't know. Is that a record anyone is holding like world's smallest penis? Probably. Guinness recognizes... It's got to be an inverted. Oh, well, apparently. Guinness recognizes me man with the world's smallest penis. A Miami man, Mike Carson, has been officially recognized by Guinness World Records for having the smallest penis. According to Carson and his doctors, his fully functioning penis is only a sixteenth of an inch. The smallest what? for a fully grown oh, adult male. No. How long is that? Is there a picture that, of it? That's soft? No, there's no picture in the article. Is that so? Fully, so fully functioning is the keyword there. How does he masturbate? You, there's no way you... How, like, how do you even, like, touch a sixteenth of an inch, inch with, like, tweezers? You gotta jerk it off with tweezers. No, for well, a long I time, guess maybe. He says for a... Well, I doubt he masturbates. If he doesn't, he just rubs it like clitoris. For a long time, I was very... Does he finger himself? <laughs> yeah. For a long time, I was very embarrassed by my penis, but now I pretty much just go with it, said Carson. I'm 29 now, and I've had girls who have had who have come up to me after they found out about it and said they just had to try it out. So I can't even tell you how many <laughs> women I've been with because of it. Carson says that he was picked on wow. in high school locker rooms for years because most of his classmates thought he might actually be a girl. 
Oh. For a long time, it got so bad. For a long time, the teasing got so bad that I thought I might be a girl too. Holy shit, this is some mind bending, gender bending. It's like the plot of a hentai. Yeah. I just, he didn't get to choose this. I went to this Google to visualize a 16th of an inch, and it's yeah, even smaller than I thought. Holy I, fuck. I think he might be talking himself up, because how does a woman try out a 16th of an inch penis? What do you even do with it? Yeah, there's nothing there. So, like, looking at a 16th of an inch on a ruler, it is almost on zero. She wants to go try it out, and he just ends up fingering her and whatever. Like, it's just a normal fingering. That's it. Well, There's like, nothing new or exciting. Then. I guess at that point, you just have to scissor, right? Yeah, you'd have to. <laughs> There's nothing else. This is unfat. So does it get bigger when he's hard, did he say? Maybe, no, maybe he's a super grower, and it hits, like, two inches when he's hard. Yeah, it just fucking pops out at, like, 12 <laughs> inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he slapped women in the chin with it at Mach 5. You know those <laughs> You know those fucking chemical experiments where like a life. gigantic pool noodle grows out of a little petri dish? Maybe it's like those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the little dinosaurs that you get wet and then they expand in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find a photo, but there isn't one, I guess. Yeah, I kind of want to say it. I couldn't oh. find a photo. I just looked it up, which is why I ended up just looking at a. You need like an, an atomic inch. fucking what do you call it? Uh, what do you call those things that you look through and then small things become larger? Ah, microscopes. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Jesus. God, I hate every website. You just literally cannot do anything in real time anymore. Just you get ten fucking pop-ups. Uh, whatever. I can't find anything. Pretty sure I just got a virus. Close that. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Apparently Brooklyn has a contest every year for the smallest penis. <laughs> really? Yeah, there is a Why smallest penis in Brooklyn contest every year. Wow, that's gotta be the worst contest ever. Yeah, so, but you're a winner. True. Uh... Fulbright, oh my god, no, I don't want notifications. Fulbright Scholar who won Smallest Penis Contest. I'm so happy. Are you? <laughs> really? Finally. That is the one thing I didn't expect out of his mouth. Participants in Brooklyn's Smallest Penis Contest came out swinging Saturday, giving men who usually get the shaft a chance to flaunt their teeny weenies and their tidy whities. Rajiva Gupta, a Fulbright scholar from India, was crowned the wiener of the... Ugh, these fucking puns. Yeah, these puns are so fucking bad. The wiener of the second annual sausage show held at Bushwick Kings County Bar. Doesn't really even say his size. Well, I guess all of this makes me feel better. Yeah. Great pick me up. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of fucking topics that don't have to do with the virus. I actually Still. haven't thought of any topics with the virus in a while now. Yeah, it's like, we've much gone over. almost a month. Yeah, we've gone like a full yeah. month without anything virus related. So, what but it, uh, that's true. Yeah, kudos society's to us. still like shut down though, so nothing's happening. Not really. We're it's opening slowly up. starting to open up. Go back. Yeah. I don't know if it should though. I think it's too early. Pretty much everything here is back open up. Oh well, let's keep let's keep it rolling. No virus talk. Uh Twitter's gonna okay. allow you to not reply to tweets anymore, so that's I guess something that's 
Is what that interesting? That? Wait, 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 what? Twitter's going to you manda- you Is it to mandatory reply? to yeah. reply to tweets you get? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but you know how people get ratioed? Like when they have just a ridiculous mm-hmm. take, I guess to help those people not get ratioed. When they say something like kill all men wait, and abort males. Wait, what does ratioed mean? When you get more replies more, than likes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you look Usually ridiculous. Usually that's Twitter's way of showing that people dislike what you said. Yeah, that you're being a dum-dum. And Twitter yeah. now made it so if you're authoring a tweet, if you're about to tweet, it gives you the option to disallow people from replying to your tweet. So you can just make and a what statement. the fuck is the point of Twitter? At that point, it's just a platform where people just post what they're thinking. Who cares? Isn't the entire point of social media... Well, no, isn't the entire point of social media to be social? Well, people are still... Here's just a collection of things. Here's my public diary, basically, by that point. That's stupid. That's what Twitter is, though. It's still not going far enough for them, though. So I saw one tweet complaining that, while people can still quote tweet the tweet, they can still screenshot it and comment on it. What's the point? It's not far enough. <laughs> what do you want? A social media where you have no interaction with anyone else ever? Yes, Andrew, that's yes. what they want. Then start a live journal. Fuck. It's, they only point. want likes. Does that still exist? Oh, God, that's... Oh, that's pathetic. Does live journal oh, still exist? Delete Twitter. I don't think it's pathetic. I think it's justice. Now, no one has to feel bad about being dumb. Charlie, what was your live journal mood? Was it contemplative? <laughs> I don't quite remember, to be honest with you, Andrew. Why? Do you, What's live journal? Why do you is remember journal that? That's, that's... It is? I probably got bought. Yeah, on my page right here, just all I'm seeing is Russian articles. Fuck. Apparently it was always Russian. And you, maybe you'll remember. I, yeah. I've never been able to remember this website, but in high school it was kind of big, where it was... Kind of like a journal, but everyone mm-hmm. would just use it to shit on someone. So they'd just go there and talk some shit, and it'd be like anonymous, and they could see when you were talking shit to someone. It was like so, uh, yik MySpace. Yak. No, not yik yak. It was like it was like a public journal where people would post some shit, and then people would talk shit about it to them on that same website. I don't know. It sounds uh, like every website. No, it, it yeah. had like a name like um, like Apple. Or some shit. Well, probably not Apple. Fuck. It's been driving me crazy for years because it was huge in high school, but I don't remember at all what it was now. I don't think I've heard of it. Do you have any other defining features? No, just that you could post like kind of like statuses, but it was mainly only used so people could talk shit to you. Like roast you? Yeah, but not like fun roasting, just being like general asshole like hating you publicly to your face <laughs> why would 4chan? you post this people are saying there it is uh, form spring i think that's what it was is that like ask fm no i don't i don't know what ask fm is oh god isn't ask fm it's, that like like the curious cat dot me or whatever where people make their own faqs and answer questions oh f- Form yeah, Spring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was where you would make a profile and people could just ask you questions. That's, yep, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what Ask FM is. Oh. Yeah. What, I, I never get... Wait, so there's just a whole bunch of these sites? I never get the I point of Ask now. FM where some absolute nobody with 20 followers on Twitter has an Ask FM as of anyone, like, why? 
Who gives a fuck? So what is what is Ask FM? It's the same shit, shit where you just yeah. you make yeah. a profile. Anonymous people send you questions and then you answer the question and it shows up on your profile. Wow, it's got over 200 million users. Holy shit. Holy fuck, really? That's nuts. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. yeah. It was big during high school. It's like exclusively used by the Tumblr types who just, you know, the, the exact kind of person whom you wouldn't ever really want to ask a question to because who cares? Yeah, to give to give it credit on why that is though, Tumblr has the same exact feature where if you have a uh, account, people can like message you questions and you can anonymously. Answer them publicly. Yeah, and what happened is that yeah. primarily people just use it to bully themselves for victim points. You guys remember that study oh. where they found out that teenagers <laughs> were bullying themselves for <laughs> for attention, <laughs> sending themselves death threats and such. <laughs> that sounds that about is, right. Uh, that's adorable. <laughs> I remember back in my day when you actually would get bullied. Yeah, because you don't get bullied anymore. <laughs> you guys, you guys remember when bullying meant like something physical, like getting your ass kicked, and not a mean tweet. Remember those days? It's kind of quaint now. Yeah. Have you guys ever had your ass kicked, like in terms of bullying, like actually being physically bullied? No, no. Eh, once or twice, not badly, Neither. not as bad as some other people. Were you, were you the one physically bullying? No, I've, I've never physically you, did you, hurt. Have you ever? Nah. Okay. I've been mean, verbally. Were you, Kaya, were you a bully in school? No, not again, not physically. I've, I've, I'm sure I was a little shithead to some people, but it's mm-hmm. evened out, I think. I was never like, like the give me your lunch money kind of guy. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can totally imagine you doing that too. I could imagine you like that. The, yeah. You know, that is though the era where I grew up, where that is what we meant by bullying. It, it literally meant, you know, uh, three guys corner another kid in the bathroom and they beat the shit out of him. They make him drink toilet water or something. Not getting your yeah. ass kicked doesn't hurt as much as mean words on Twitter. Bullying yeah. is so much more brutal now. Mm. <laughs> I've I've never seen any of that like actual physical bullying. Yeah, maybe a kid gets shoved once in a while. But I like, I only ever saw it in cartoons and shit growing up. Yeah. I never actually saw that at like any school. Swirlies and and wet willies and stuff. I've ne- I, I never actually saw people doing that. I'm sure it happens. Yeah. I mean, if you go on, you know, there's certain subreddits and there's certain websites where you see these videos where kids record each other fighting in the bathroom, bullying each other mm-hmm. and shit. And then every once in a while, there's the kind of video where we all cheer because the kid finally stands up to his bully and turns out he's stronger than his bully and kicks the bully's ass. You know, those kind of, yeah, yeah justice yeah, porn, yeah. fuck yeah. That kind of stuff. I mean, I, so it definitely does still happen, but that is bullying. Let's focus on that, not the shit where some bitch says something stupid Sp- on Twitter and then all of a sudden her next tweet is, oh my God, muting my replies. You're built this harassment. I'm getting death threats. Sure you I are. Remember, I remember a video over here in Queensland uh, when I was in high school of like a fat kid was getting bullied. Yep, I was just going to yeah, you, you, yeah. Guys, you guys know this one where he yes. actually picks up the, yeah. the bully and fucking body slams. It's kind of sad. <laughs> I was going to bring that up because my my favorite videos in that category are when it's a clear mismatch and it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Don't don't pick on the guy three times your size. What the fuck yeah, is wrong with you? Poke the sleeping bag, <laughs> Jesus. So that, yeah. that guy though, Jackson, the the kid that slammed that bully. The bully yeah, and his doing. parents actually spun the narrative to the point where the mm. the guy that stood up for himself was framed as the bad guy in media. That's what always that's what I hate the most is yeah. you know so that kid that does that right for the first time in his life he finally fights back which is healthy which is a good thing to do N- uh, not just you know physically he's not going to get bullied but also for his confidence 
that's like part of the healing process to know that you're not gonna be the victim all the time but then every time the school acts as if the two are equally wrong like when you say he started it's it, that zero tolerance bullshit yeah, in, it the, is. in america I, we have zero tolerance and that's what i hate it does. how it's so fucking dumb. i hate how the sentence he started it has been stigmatized so much even though it is a good excuse why, why is that not a good excuse he attacked me he started it i was right in defending myself you, you want to know the uh, the saddest part, Kaya? You want to hmm. know the saddest part? There's absolutely no concept of self-defense in schools. Yeah, so zero it, tolerance. Yeah, that's so. That's if, I'm, the if I'm part. a student, if I'm a student and a bully comes up to me and starts punching the shit out of me, just like hitting me in the you fucking face, it. I, I have, have to, to just yeah, just flat out like protect myself if i fight back or try to get him off me or any of that i'm accused of fighting and i also you know get what? suspended it's, even if you just protect yourself still being like in that fight situation is probably enough to get you in trouble so they could just walk up to you and fucking yeah. start beating you up and a teacher will say it and classify that as a fight yeah. and then you both get like you know detention it's, it, or and also the fucking teachers also can't like act like human beings um my mom i don't know if i mentioned on the show she was a school teacher for like 20 years in different grades in high school and elementary and all that shit. She had a, a colleague who was teaching, I think, a seventh grade class. And one of the kids was super, super disruptive. And he was like, you know, calling school security, like, get him out of my class. He's being an Did asshole. Did your mom body slam him? Well, no. One of the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, she Doom fucking broke his neck. Pile drivers. But, um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the kids, so he was being a shit. And like the guy, the teacher called security, like, get him out of my class. You know, he's being disruptive, just being an asshole. And he walked up and he started fucking punching the teacher, just flat out trying to like kick his ass and like slapping wow. him in the face and all this shit. So the teacher, you know, in, in a re reaction to defend himself, pushed him away a little bit. Like, you know, get the fuck off me. Like he was slapping him in the face, knocked his glasses off and shit. The teacher got fired. Mm -hmm, just immediately yeah. that day was fired just for trying to get the kid off of him. Yeah, that's just because you're not allowed to touch a kid in any way. That's what that sounds like. Uh, standard and it's procedure like, it's like these you know, days. seventh, eighth grade kid isn't exactly like a small child. You no, know, there's a lot of videos it's, like that, man. Know? It's infuriating. A, a fucking whatever. Any boy who's like older than 14, yeah, he's gonna kick the shit out of his 60 year old teacher nine times out of 10, unless that teacher is like a retired Navy SEAL or some shit. Like an old lady, a 70 year old teacher. Yeah, she's going to get her ass kicked. But if she so much as puts her hands up, it's all of a sudden it's her fault and she gets suspended. And the kid is the victim, just like Charlie said, that fucking piece of shit in Queensland, uh, wherever Jackson said it was. Yeah, he was on TV mm -hmm. with his dad and you could tell that they were the, what do you call him, Jackson? The Bogans? The hooligans? Whatever the hell? Bogans. Yeah, Bogans. 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 yeah like, yeah. you know, they had half their teeth missing. You can, you can smell the alcohol through the screen, but somehow their kid was the victim. Even though he's he initiated and he just got his comeuppance. Yeah, it's sad. It's extremely sad. Whatever, they just don't man, case just... by case basis it. They just want to apply blanket rules so they don't have to like actually try. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, so that exactly. All those kids out there being bullied in school and don't have like an uh, an option for recourse or anything. It's literally yeah. just watch the video. Dumb. Like, fuck me i mean he's they try the the teachers and shit just try to like uh, they demand that you come to them like immediately to report bullying but then nothing <laughs> is done about it 
Yeah. Ever. Like that's it's, that's it's the other th- fucking thing that's hilarious. Yeah, like, it's apparently a zero-tolerance policy where it's like, oh, you, I saw you push him away, you're getting suspended. But when it comes to, like, the the words and the mental stuff, they don't do jack shit. Like, uh, excuse me, teacher, you, you know, uh, Ricky over there, he, he was really making fun of me and he was saying stuff about my family and how he was going to hurt me and all this stuff. And the teacher's like, I don't give a shit. Fucking, who cares? Fucking Leave me alone. Yeah. yeah, they, they don't do anything. They don't do preventative measures at all. They just wait till something happens and then they go, all right, everyone's in trouble. Like, fuck it. God. And then it's upsetting. Yeah, that really is that mentality, isn't it? Because, you know, there'll be one or two shitheads in the class and the teacher punishes the whole class because of it, because they're just too lazy to really nitpick and do the work, do the homework of like detecting who is the shithead. And yet at the same time, you have these mm-hmm. people who you have these schools you know, they, they don't step in when a kid is getting bullied. They wait until the kid has to stand up for himself, at which point they punish the kid. And then you have these hyper-reactive schools where, I'm sure you've all heard those stories where, like, a kid chews his cookie into the shape of a gun and he gets suspended and sent home. <laughs> or, like, he... <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he, he yep. Remember that one? Or or the little girl, I think, who, who like, pointed her finger at a teacher or something, or, uh, like, she made a finger yeah. gun and pointed it at someone and she got suspended. Or there was, like, a video just one or two months ago of a cop coming into the school and handcuffing a little five-year-old girl what are you doing over what what the fuck did she have she was being rowdy or something (laughs) was she drunk (laughs) 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 what the fuck she failed the bathroom brother officer the teacher (laughs) yeah (laughs) video shows officer handcuffing six-year-old girl at school i mean why it's a good, it's a little child, and then they took she they took her to the police him. station. I don't want to play the whole video; it's an, it's a visual. But it's like extreme timeout. So he handcuffs her. She's crying for her mom. He puts her in the police car. She's crying for her mommy. They take her to the police station, fingerprint her, and take her muck shots of a six year old. What are you gonna do? Lock, put her in Arkham Asylum? What are you gonna do? It's a child. <laughs> take her toys away. Put her in timeout. You call the cops? Wait, did, did they put her? Did they put her in like the common cells or anything? Like with hardened <laughs> murderers and shit. <laughs> like people waiting for their actual crimes to be sentenced and all that kind of stuff. Did they put him in her in with them? Like I, what, what happened after that? I don't know. I, I, I presume. I hope not. I hope they didn't just toss her in the drunk tank for three days while she's starving there. <laughs> Wait, it says in a police report... Uh, you, can't, you can't be arrested as a six-year-old yeah, yeah, unless where you, like, murder wrong. someone. They did. As she walked outside, she wails, please let me go. I don't want to go into the police car. Help me, help me, please help me. In a police report, authorities said police were responding to a report that the six-year-old had, quote, battered three staff members by kicking and punching them. <laughs> Oh no, take her down. It's <laughs> <laughs> a stun gun. Call, call well, how silly would you feel, Kaya? How victims are being gas, brought out on body stretches into the ambulance. Yeah, how fucking way, silly would you feel, Kaya, if they've released photos of the school after her rampage? It's like mangled corpses and blood on the walls. <laughs> she's, she's, she's got glowing red eyes and she's floating in the air a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I remember you the story pretty, too because... Pretty silly then. It then came out that the officer who did the arrest, it turns out that he had a history of domestic abuse and abusing his own child. So great, a, nice work. Great work. So that the seven-year-old got to arrest him. Who had to say that? That's what would be fair. He put zip ties around her wrists as what she cried fuck? to be let go. 
Wait, that's not actual operating procedure. Are you sure this police officer didn't just have a grudge against the six year old? Are you sure he was a police officer and not just a guy who came in with a cop outfit? <laughs> just a pedophile with a fetish? <laughs> He's like, oh I'm here. I'm, I'm here to dole out some justice. We didn't even call 911. Yes, you did. Uh, wee woo, wee woo. Here's a siren. Where's the his, kid? His police, his police car was just a Honda Civic with the word police painted on the side. Yeah. <laughs> police. He comes up on a tricycle. <laughs> to serve and serve free candy inside. <laughs> Protect. Like, I, 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 I just don't fathom this. I understand. Let's say the kid is totally out of control and flipping his shit and flailing and kicking. If the kid brings, like, a loaded gun to school. Yeah, or, yeah, or if, yeah, if, he's, if he's got a, if he's holding, like, something as a weapon or he brings a weapon or whatever, fine. Maybe put some zip ties on him just to, like, you know, restrain him. But don't put him in a fucking cop car and take him to jail. That's way too much. That's a lesson <laughs> that they will never <laughs> forget, though. <laughs> Taking mug shots and shit. It's a six-year-old. You can pick her up. Not if you can pick someone up. They're not that big of a threat if they're not unarmed. It's, if they're like six no, years old, she barely at six years old. She barely has any coordination to begin with. What you gonna do? Karate you? You have to tase her first, <laughs> right? Little do we know, she was the leader of the Los Santos Kings. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she turns out hardened, by arresting. She's a hardened yeah. crib. Several teardrop tattoos. They just like prevented a huge gang war now that they have her off the streets. Hey, that was pretty good. Hardened crib. I like that. She's arrested. Oh, (laughs) and they charged her too. It's not even that it was to teach a lesson. They actually did charge her. Wait, what did they charge her with? Getting arrested. I don't think you can charge a six-year-old with... (laughs) You can't... What? Yep. Can you charge a six-year-old with adult crimes? How the fuck do you even even respond to that? Jesus Christ. With a pause. (laughs) Finally, lessons are being taught. Mm. Finally, justice. God bless America. Well, should we wrap? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can wrap if you boys are ready. Mm -hmm. Take it away, Andrew. All right. Well, thank you out there for listening to this episode of the official podcast. You... Got to do it in your car or maybe on a jog or, I don't know, saying it at your house. There's there's millions of places on Earth you could be right now listening to this show, but you chose to listen to the show wherever you are. So thank you. Mm. If you want to listen to us on other platforms, we are on iTunes and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And you can also check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash the official podcast for $5 bonus episodes and other nice little niceties and i think that's all i have to say jackson did i miss anything not at all all right yeah thank you for listening we appreciate it we'll yeah. see, you see, you see you next time bye 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 bye